the hell is that? Oh, hello there. It's your favorite frosty NFL milk beverage here. Wow, try saying that fast five times. That's pretty wild. And I just want to give you a heads up for this episode. We had some technical difficulties with our special guest, Charles. I deeply apologize for it, but I promise you it gets much better as the episode goes on. Shout out to you, Charles. Shout out to the TDs. And let's start the show. Welcome back to another episode of Show Us Your TDs. I hope you all enjoyed your first three weeks of the NFL so far. I enjoyed my first two weeks, as I'm sure Melky would agree with me on that. We'll talk about our sorrows a little bit later. Other than that, I'm doing all right. Melky, how are you doing? What sorrow are you talking about? The Milkman is on top of the world. Yeah, I'm talking about the Cowboys sorrow. Okay, fair enough. You know what? Your favorite football milky beverage is back for another week of Show Us Your TDs. And he's feeling glorious for two reasons. One, we'll get to shortly with the fantasy recap. And two, we have probably the only guy in the world that loves Bill Belichick's ugly mug. What? We have a special guest for you. He's probably the saltiest Jets hater you'll ever meet, which I love. And he's an old classmate of mine. Big pleasure to have Charles on the pod. What's up, baby? How are you? You lost the retirement home of the NFL. Sorry, what'd you say? You lost the retirement home of the NFL. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And, you know, this is a special treat. We've been talking football for the last couple of years, and I respect your fandom as well. So I just want to ask you a couple questions before we get started. Yep, yep. Why? Why, oh, why are you a Patriots fan? That's a very good question, especially since my dad's an Eagles fan, so you think I'd be an Eagles fan. Uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's weird. I think, honestly, when I was little, it was just the colors. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest. I thought it, it was like, oh, it's cool, blue uniform. going to like that. like that. And then it kind of just grew from there, being kind of enjoying more of the defensive side of the football more than the offensive side. So I kind of grew like like high tower compared Patriot Future for the longest time. So yeah. Okay, fair enough. I mean, that's good enough for me. I still hate the Pats, and I really hate the Eagles, as you know. You be being a huge Cowboys fan, we we don't care for those damn, damn pigeons. But that's okay. <laughs> it's not about that rivalry. It's about fantasy football, and let's get into the fantasy recap. And Gooby, let's start with you. How did you do this week? Tell everyone how you did. Uh, well, I lost. That uh, would be loss number two for me. I'm one and two. I think this whole Aaron Rodgers situation is going to be a problem with me because uh, I picked up Garrett Wilson and he's not doing what I wanted to. So that being said, Lamar Jackson, he did all right. 30 points. But he faced Justin Herbert, who put up 39 points. So, I mean, 
I just I just started going downhill after Garrett Wilson put up nine points. Nico Collins put up five points. Gibbs put up nine points. Swift put up 14. But I will say I have a hidden gem, and that is Kenneth Walker the third. He's doing well for Seattle. 30 points for him. So I can't complain there. Uh, anyways, though, I lost 162 to 122. Now, that's just terrible for me. Uh, I mean, Dallas defense did not show up this week. And, I mean, they're only lo- they only lost one player, really. Like, they only lost Trayvon Diggs. Did they not? That one player doesn't make that defense. Apparently, it does. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently, it does. But, yeah, no, I mean, Mike Williams, before he went out, put up 25 points for the other team. Stefan Diggs put up 19 points. And I was facing also Zach Moss, who got 22 points. So, in the end, yeah, 162 to 122, I lost. Uh, I'm going to call this season pretty much a, uh, a wrap. Just because, like, my wide receivers aren't going to be doing great. Like, Garrett Wilson's not going to be doing great. I mean, Rashad Bateman's not doing anything. Thielen put up a nice, hefty 31 points, and now he's a big waiver wire pickup for everybody. So, uh, maybe I put Thielen in the next week. I don't know. But, yeah, no, I did not do so well. Okay, but you shouldn't throw in the white flag already. It's only been three weeks. I understand with Rodgers going down, it definitely decreased Garrett Wilson's value. But you still have a decent team. Like, you can still fight for that last playoff spot. So don't give up. Did you hear Chad Henney turn down the Jets' offer to uh, play for the Jets? Isn't he, isn't he 40 years old? I don't know, but he's a backup for what? For um, Patrick Mahomes. So they're like, yeah, might as well. So I don't know. But that is uh, my loss. Uh, I should have picked up Sam Laporta, but I haven't. Didn't I tell you to? I no, I did. told everybody to pick yeah. him up. And then I told you, I asked you, why weren't you picking up Laporta? Because I didn't have anybody I really wanted to drop. But You could have dropped Bateman. You could have dropped Bateman. I could have dropped Bateman. I should have dropped Bateman. But after seeing uh, Josh Kelly's performance the last two weeks, I'm dropping his ass, and he's never coming back on my team. <laughs> I'll just wait till Austin Eckler gets healthy again. I mean, those are the hits and misses of fantasy, right? So it is what it is. Just... Don't be down about it. You're only one and two. It's not like you're zero and three. Yeah, you're not Mike. Yeah, no, I'm three and zero in my other league though. And it's more expensive. Oh yeah, there you go. That's where the, <laughs> that's where the real money is. All right, uh, Melk, how'd you do? I don't. I don't even want. I, just talk. Go ahead. <laughs> I see that face. You're like, oh, I got another win. Well, okay, I'm not going to waste any more time like the Denver Broncos do when they lose. <laughs> Let me break down my big victory last week. I beat, no, I didn't beat CD's Nuts. I'm going to beat CD's Nuts this uh, this week. But I beat Big DK Energy 149 to 123. It was pretty close. I thought I was going to score more, but I had a couple of no-shows like Derrick Henry and the Jaguars defense, but you know what? You can't get them all. It's okay. I still came up with a dub. I'm going to give my three-star mentions right here. CMC at number three, getting 22.90 points. Stud, you think he's not the best running back in the league. Everyone else thinks he is. Charles, what do you think? Who's the best running back in the league? CMC. CMC. 
Thank you very much. So that's the entire world against Gooby. Wait, when, when did I say McCaffrey's not the best running back in the league? I said you he's said top that two, two episodes with, ago. with Eckler, Eckler. You said Eckler is better. He's not better than CMC. I mean, fantasy, but I mean, Eckler no, he's not. No, he's not. You want to go based on points, then CMC is year, way better. Eckler had the better, more points. You stupid. He's not better than CMC, period. Period. Anyways, number two, and I begrudgingly say this every week because he is an eagle, Jalen Hurts with 26.65 points. Monday night game was nice. He did throw the ball away twice. That's alarming, but it's okay. They still came up with the dub. Whatever. I'll take those 26 and a half points. And last but not least, my number one star, a man who everybody thinks is old as dirt is going to fall apart eventually, and I don't think so. It's Keenan Allen with 47.95 points. This man threw a 49-yard touchdown pass. Holy crap! To Mike Williams, and then he gets hurt, so <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Uh, not the injury part, but just the, the touchdown to, to hurt ratio. 18 receiving uh, receptions, 215 receiving yards, and 20 targets. This man has been a beast for this far, the first three weeks. He's ranked number two right now, and I'm really hoping it keeps on going. I know it's going to be harder now that Williams is out, but man, oh man, Keenan Allen is carrying my team, and that is why I am 3-0. Charles, what do you think of my victory? Uh, impressive. <laughs> yeah, what do you think of Keenan Allen? I think he's really good. I'm gonna be honest. Age may be a factor, but I think like for how old he is, he's doing insanely well. <laughs> yeah, I, think, no. I still think he'll do well even with uh, yeah <laughs> with Mike Williams out. Yeah, with Mike Williams out, I still think he'll do insanely well. We'll no. see about that. There, we'll there might be there definitely will be a drop, but like I still think he'll do pretty well. The good thing about the Chargers offense is high powered, especially with Kellen Moore being over there, but it's like high charge. They like to throw the ball. Herbert likes to throw the ball, likes to get all of his receivers involved. So who knows, man, maybe Keenan, the way he's playing, he looks like he's 25 instead of 35 or whatever, how old he is. So we'll see. We'll see, man. Gooby. What up? Who you got this week? I got, break down. Your, I got your fucking ass. <laughs> Rude. So I want you to just give your lineup and I will tell my lineup and then we'll get Charles's opinion on who's going to win this week. Oh, I already know you're going to win this week, so that doesn't really matter. But anyways, uh, I got Lamar Jackson's. Uh, so I'm starting Lamar. Uh, I'm going to start Nico Collins. I'm starting Christian Kirk. And I probably am going to start Adam Thielen. Um, Waddle's playing... No, no. Uh, Waddle, Waddle, I don't even know if Waddle is playing, but if he is, he's playing Buffalo. Garrett Wilson's playing KC. Uh, I'm not even going to bother starting Rashad Bateman. So, yeah. So, Adam Thielen's getting the nod for me. Gibbs as my running back. DeAndre Swift as my running back. And Kenneth Walker the third as my flex. Now, if Austin Eckler plays, obviously I'm going to slot him in somewhere. Uh, I probably will take out Gibbs and put in Eckler. Dalton Kincaid, my tight end. He didn't do well last week, but I still have faith in him. He's been putting up okay numbers for a tight end. Daniel Carlson's my kicker, and that Dallas defense. 
I'm hoping we'll step up this week. But yeah, that is my lineup for this week. Melky, I'm facing you. You are. Who do you, who do you got starting in your lineup? So you have a fairly decent team. I mean, if Eckler and Waddle come back, then it's a pretty fierce competition. So I'm praying they don't, but you know, it is what it is. You just can't predict what happens in fantasy. But I've got at the quarterback helm, Jalen Hurts. My wide receivers are Amon, Mon, Ron, St. Brown. Sorry, Amon Ra. Sorry, I'm getting his name. Amon Ra, St. Brown, Keenan Allen, and T. Higgins. T. Higgins. At running back, I've got Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara coming back from suspension. <laughs> Tight end, I've got. He does. I think he'll be refreshed and ready to go, especially since Williams is down over there. So that was a big loss, and they had the kid. Uh, Miller playing, and I don't know how well he did or not, but I think Kamara coming back is going to be very refreshing. I've got uh, Pat Frerermuth at tight end, Derrick Henry in my flex, but that could change because he looked like absolute ass last week, and so did the Titans. I've got the Miami kicker Jason Saunders, and rounding off, it's not going to stick. I have the Jaguars defense, but it's not going to stick. I'm probably making a, I'm not probably, I am making a wire pickup for a defense. So it will be someone else in there. And that's the McCaffrey Creamers lineup. Charles, who do you like? Who do you not like? Who's winning this week? I think Mel's winning this week. <laughs> yeah, of course. He's predicted 146 to 122. Of course he's winning this week. I think he's uh, going to be close. Um, for a minute I had to step out because audio issues, but uh, from what I heard, it, it will probably be close. Uh, who are the Titans playing? They're playing the Bengals, so maybe Henry will, might do well this week. I think I Henry think, will do well this week. I think, yeah, I I think he has think an opportunity. the Bengals have the best run defense. <laughs> yeah, I think he has an opportunity to get some yards and run through some people against the against Cincy so I'm hoping a bounce back game because I only got two points from him he was non-existent last week so I can't have uh, that again I need my I need my team to step up I need them to be dominant as they have the first three weeks I need that to continue because I'm on a mission this year I'm gonna I'm gonna win the fucking title I've told this to Gooby I've told this to everyone else I'm winning it all wow you can have a perfect record but you could still lose the title yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to pull the, the New we're, England we're, Patriots. We're talking about Patriots fan <laughs> right here, okay? So, I mean, I, I mean, called uh, that. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I, Gooby did call. He was the only one when the, we were coming back from soccer and we were right at the bar and we, we got there near the end of the fourth quarter and that Giants player, I can't remember the wide receiver's name, made that crazy catch. The Plexico Burris, wasn't it? No, it wasn't Burris. It was some no-name guy. Made that insane catch with his hand to his helmet and then the rest is history and i'm sure charles you were on your knees crying i'm sure your dad was <laughs> smiling because he can't be a patriots fan and an eagles fan at the same time That's what it, is. it was uh david tyree there you david go tyree. yeah and where is he now i have no idea <laughs> in the hall of fame xfl <laughs> <laughs> made one good catch and he's like all right i'm out <laughs> uh, Mountie 500, yeah. That's the match of this week. Uh, Gooby, good luck to you. Not really, because I do want you to lose, and there are no friends in fantasy football. 
were just chopping some burgers at halftime saying this game feels like it should be 28-3 to in favor of Minnesota. Why is it still 10-10? Turnovers. I don't think there's any friends between the Broncos and the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> because they put a stomping on the Denver Broncos. They could have got that record too, right? Yeah, they yeah. Kicked that field goal. They just felt they too fast for the Broncos. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Miami Dolphins lost seventy to, or sorry, won seventy to twenty, almost breaking the record. They could have kicked uh, three points and broke the record. <laughs> Loser. You know what? Tua Tagovailoa. Put up 23 of 26, 309 yards, four touchdowns. How Mike White decided to put up two for two, 67 yards and one touchdown. I mean, everybody was getting <laughs> involved in this game. <laughs> Devon, what, were Devon a cane? A chain, put up, a chain. A chain, put up 18 carries, 203 yards, two touchdowns. Raheem Mozart. 13 carries, 82 yards, three touchdowns. And I mean, like I said, everybody was getting on this. Tyreek Hill, one touchdown. Chosen Anderson, one touchdown. Raheem Mozart, one receiving touchdown. And uh, Chain put up two receiving touchdowns. I mean, this whole team was just on fire. If I was a Broncos fan, I would not be priding that anywhere. If I had a bumper sticker, I'd be ripping that shit off. Uh, that's embarrassing <laughs> for an NFL team to lose by that much. We'll talk about it later. The Cowboys lost to the tanking Cardinals, but at least we didn't lose by 50 points. True. Yeah. It, it was disgusting. Was, isn't 70 the most points in a single game since 1966? Isn't that what they said? Uh, yep. so it's something like that, yeah. Along those lines. Yeah, they, they were, like, talking to, like, if they kicked that field goal like uh, Charles was alluding to earlier, uh, they would have broken the record for most points scored in a game. Just oh, embarrassing. Yes. It's what I've been saying all along. The Denver Broncos are the My Little Pony bitches who, <laughs> who, pump, who pump their chest out and think they got... Sean Payton and they've got this great defense and, <laughs> and they got Russell Wilson. Broncos country, let's ride, baby. <laughs> they've got people who are past their prime. Like I'm not, I'm not disputing Sean Payton. He's a name. He won a Super Bowl, and this isn't the team he brought in. This is the team he's inherited. But everyone else, like Russell Wilson, is way past his prime. You can see it. He doesn't have the it factor anymore. And not only that, look at the offense. Colton Sutton, Jerry Judy. <laughs> yeah. These guys suck. They're bums. Yeah. The, I like the rookie though, Mims Jr. He's pretty good. Like he's that good. was a good. That was a good draft pick. No, these guys are bums. The laughing stock. Zero and three. You lose by fifty points in this day and age, for shame. Yeah, it was. It was pretty bad. What do you think, Charles? Yeah, I was gonna say. What do you think about this, Charles? I think it's just bad when you have Mike White and fucking Robbie Chosen having a t- scoring a touchdown on your ass, right? Like it's like you know what? Let's just throw in the backup and see what he can. Do. Yeah, it's, it can't it's, get much worse. It got worse. Yeah, yeah. It's it's disgraceful. And yeah. Uh, well, well, talk about disgraceful. You mentioned it. The Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Cowgirls. Let's call them the Cowgirls. 
getting upset by the Cardinals, 28 to 16. What? What the fuck? Dak My 20. dad was cheering. Oh, I'm sure he was. He was probably doing the, the eagle squawk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he was loving every minute of it. 25 of 40, 249 yards at one TD, a pick in the fucking red zone. Yeah. T- typical Dak. When we need him, doesn't screw up. Whereas Joshua Dobbs went 17 for 21, had 189 passing yards and one TD. He looked like a god compared to Dak. He looked like what Dak used to in his rookie season. I don't understand why Dak isn't clutch. This is mind-boggling. Tony Pollard showed up, 122 yards, 5.3 average, 23 carries. James Conner is a name we haven't heard from in a while. 98 yards, 7.0 average, one touchdown with 14 carries. Uh, So guys, I want to ask you, with Diggs being out for the rest of the season with the torn ACL, is this defense now middle of the pack? And uh, Charles, let's start with you. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure. I think it would be dependent on. Well, yeah, I'd say middle of the pack because it would be dependent on who they played to see how well they'd perform. It's like, let's say, for example, against the Pats, we don't really have a number one receiver. I think you guys will do quite well against us. <laughs> I hope so. But with the team <laughs> against, let's say, just to piss you off, the Eagles. No. Oh, <laughs> so. So our schedule looks like uh, Patriots, Niners, Chargers. Then we're on a bye. Then we play the Rams and then the Eagles. So, Niners, you're fucked. I'm just going to say that now. Niners, you are fucked. When it, if, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're we're yeah. not being the Niners. I, I think Niners. I want to say that, and I texted our buddy Alan about this. The Cardinals knew what they were doing. Duh. There's one problem with our defense. We can't stop the run. Dobbs had a great run game. Randall Moore put up 50, uh, 54 yards running. James Conner put up 98 yards. Dobbs put up 55 yards. We can't stop the run. And then when we can't stop the run, then it's the play action. And then it's time to make the big plays. And that's where we lack. And that's why we uh, drafted that uh, defensive end. Yeah. No, the, he he wasn't. A, he's not a defensive end. He's um, he's a defensive tackle. Mazi defensive Smith. tackle. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. We need to start utilizing him in games because the whole NFL seen this and go. The first two games are like, oh shit, Dallas defense is like stacked. But I mean, we played the Jets who want to throw the ball, and Brees Hall didn't get any touches and complained about it and mm-hmm. said we could have done better. If you gave me more touches, then we played the Giants. And I mean, Saquon Barkley, they didn't really use him either. They tried to throw the ball. You can't, not against the Dallas defense. Cardinals, they go, I got this. We'll just run the ball and then we'll just throw the ball a little bit. They only did 189 yards in throwing. So that's our problem. We need to step up the run game. And I tell you what, the coaches are probably on that and are throwing throwing them to the wolves right now going, we're only practicing run defense this week. Yeah, we need run stoppers. We, Especially we don't against have us. Yeah. Against the Pats this yeah, week. Absolutely. That's the problem with the Dallas defense. I still think they're a top three defense in the NFL. They just need to stop. Who we got next? We have the Texans versus 
the Jaguars, the Texans put a stomping on the Jaguars, 37 to 17, going one and two on the season. CJ Stroud. Uh, 20 for 30, 280 yards, two touchdowns. Their run game was not really that good. Devin Singletary, nine carries, 41 yards. He's not Damian, the main running back. Da- yeah, <laughs> Damian Pierce, 14 carries, 31 yards, one touchdown. I mean, for 14 carries, only put it up 31 yards. That's, that's a problem right there. Yeah. Uh, Tank Dell, though, having himself a night. 145 yards, one touchdown. This guy looks good. Rookie wide receiver Tank Dell. I mean, he's surpassing Nico Collins now. And I think he's a hotter he's a hotter grab on the wire. Melky, what do you think? He's a nice compliment to Nico. It's it's nice to have vers- versatility. As you can see, CJ Stroud is making the most of these young hungry wide receiver so that's pretty awesome you said arizona knew what they got to do the texans knew exactly what they had to do these teams have nothing to lose they're expected to lose but they're showing up these teams are overlooking them and this is what happens when you do so kudos to the texans kudos to cj stroud i think stroud looks better than bryce young oh definitely by far I was gonna say, yeah, that that that's a that's a good comparison. I like yeah. that. I, I think he looks way better than him right now, and I know Bryce is hurt at the moment, but CJ's got that nice composure. He's got a great arm, nice pocket presence. So this is very encouraging for Texans fans. I got a question for both of you though, and it's about the Jaguars. Okay. At one and two, are the Jaguars a disappointment thus far? And Charles, let's start with you. Uh, I I wouldn't. I don't know. Because like last year, they didn't do so well until like the very end. So I'd say wait for it to go in deeper into the season, see how they compete still, and then kind of decide if they're scrubs. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair enough. Gooby, what do you think? Uh, I wouldn't say disappointment. I mean, they just kind of need to get into their own. Like Charles said, you know, they, they start doing well towards the end of the season. They made the playoffs. It, it, it's just going to take some time. I mean, Travis Etienne, he's going to be a fantastic running back in the league. He had 19 carries for 88 yards. I think they just need to work with the receivers right now. I mean, Christian Kirk, he's only been there, what, two seasons now? This is season two, yeah. Yeah, so you need to work with that. Uh, Calvin Reddy just came back, so like he needs to be worked into. Evan Ingram, he's been there two Season two. Season two. season two, right? So they're all kind of fresh. So they just they just need to get some reps in. And I think by mid-season, you'll see them be over 500. I think they'll still win this division, but they don't look as hungry as they did last season. I think they're coasting a little bit and they should be taking advantage of how shitty the division is. But I mean, yes, it's still early, but they need to wake up. Speaking of teams that need to wake up, what the fuck's going on with the Bears, guys? <laughs> the Chiefs went bear hunting. 41, was it 41? 41 to 10. Justin Fields looks like absolute ass. 11 for 22, 99 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Patrick Mahomes did Patrick Mahomes things. 24 for 33, 272 with three touchdowns. Travis Kelsey, a man that's been in the news lately for some crazy ass reasons and we'll I'm going to touch I'm going to touch on that very shortly seven receptions eight targets 69 yards and 
one touchdown and that awesome celebration dance in the end zone. And I think he did it for a certain Swifty. Taylor Swift was spotted sitting to Mama Kelsey at the game. It's rumored that they're dating. I think it's pretty wild. So, guys, how long do you think this relationship is going to last? Uh, Gooby, what do you think? I mean, until until she wants to write a new album, I think this, <laughs> this relationship is probably about another year or so. The Kansas City Chiefs, I mean, they're they're going to do Chiefs things. Mahomes is going to do Mahomes things. And I mean, Travis Kelsey, he has something to kind of play for now. He, what do you gain? Like 200,000 followers or something like that in like a couple days? The Swift, like I told Melk this um, <laughs> one time because uh, he said something and we took it off. I said, the Swifties will come at you. I don't care who you are. What doesn't matter if you're a regular Joe Blow. If you say something bad about Taylor Swift, they'll come at you. If you do something good with Taylor Swift, you get all the credit. This dude's been popping off on Instagram and all that stuff now. He's a man and he's got a love story now. What can we say? But uh, no, the Bears, I know you're talking about the Bears. I, don't no, I, was know talking, the, I was talking about Swifty, man. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you were talking about yeah. we were talking about the Bears and what's wrong with them. Uh, there's a lot wrong with them. Justin Fields, your jerseys yeah. are being burned. By yeah. the way, I've I seen some videos. Video. This this isn't looking good for you, dude. You either need to shake it off or just you know retire because it's it's not looking good. Is he in danger of being a, a backup quarterback for the rest of his career? Uh, he could be, but there are better backups I mean, than him. What's, what's that, Charles? There are better backups than him. Let's be Ooh. honest. There are. I mean, yeah. there are. There, there could be some good backups for him, but like that means that they got to redraft, and at that point, they're they're gonna screw themselves for another couple years. So, yep, yeah, they had the first overall pick last draft, last season's draft. They traded to Carolina for for more and to go down. So do you think they regret that? Because it's not working out. They look horrible. They probably look like the worst. Besides the Broncos being a laughing stock, they look like the worst team in the NFL right now. Yeah, I'd say they probably regret it because, you know, you lose the first overall pick. Moore hasn't really done much for them. And who the hell did they draft using the pick anyways? I forget. Yeah, I don't, I don't even <laughs> remember who they drafted. Uh, I don't know if it was a defensive piece or something did, like that. Did they yeah. get that running back? Johnson? Yeah. I, I don't think it was Johnson. I don't think they would have drafted Johnson in the first round. No offense to him. I, I can't remember. If you want to look it up, Gooby. I think the running backs that went in the first were to the Lions and to the uh, Falcons. That was Yeah, it. yeah, Bijan and um, your your boy Gibbs. Yeah, I, I don't know. All in all, the the Bears are uh, they're looking sad. You know what? Taylor Swift could probably write a good song about the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear the the conspiracy theory with Taylor Swift? What's just so no. she's actually a, an Eagles fan. Yeah, she, she is. An yeah. Eagles fan. Yeah. yeah, she's yeah. actually an Eagles Eagles fan. And they're saying that she's just with Kelsey until the rematch of the Super Bowl Chiefs and Eagles. <laughs> she's going to lie and say she's out on tour and she can't make the Super Bowl this year, but secretly is in an Eagles booth. 
and she's gonna turn on the TV and reveal herself in an Eagles paraphernalia and just to spook Travis Kelsey <laughs> and mess with him. That's just, what I heard. She'll just wear his brother's jersey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, the, the thing is, you, I'm loving this so much because of DeAndre Swift being on the Eagles and everybody, yeah, all yeah, the Eagles yeah. fans are like, this is the only Kelsey Swift duo I need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Charles, Charles what did you say? So you're saying these two are banging? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we could talk about this forever, but we got one more story. Uh, Gooby, and what is that? What's yeah, the last one? It's the Colts beating the Baltimore Ravens 22 to 19. The Colts are now 2 and 1. The Ravens are 2 and 1. I mean, Gardner Minshew had an okay game 27 of 44, 227, one touchdown. Zach Moss having himself a game 30 carries for 122 yards. Uh, on the other side, though, Lamar Jackson, 22 of 31, 202 yards. But he had 14 carries for 101 yards and two touchdowns. Now, I loved it because it gave me a lot of fantasy points. I appreciate that. A quarterback is supposed to, like, yes, we're in the mobile quarterback year now. We're, we're running around doing our thing. But you still need to throw the ball. Okay? Zay Flowers only had 48 yards. Nelson Aguilar, 39 yards. Mark Andrew, 35 yards. Fuck, Kenyon Drake got in some, 31 <laughs> yards. Melvin Gordon, fuck, got in some, 23 yards. But there's nothing over 50 yards. There's no passing touchdowns. I mean, Lamar, you need to start throwing the ball. Otherwise, you guys aren't going to make it very far. Charles, what do you think about this? I'm just impressed with the Colts, with the whole media shitstorm that's been happening in the preseason, and then losing Anthony Richardson, getting Minshew mania in, him stepping into the his own end zone and still winning the game. Yeah, I didn't think they're gonna win. <laughs> I'm surprised, like kind of happily so. Yeah, I wasn't mad about it. Who doesn't want a mustache ride? That's nasty. Exactly. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Minshew. It was great, but on the other side with Baltimore, they have. 20 players injured on this team right now. 20 players and some big time players like Dobbins. Obviously, he's out for the season. OBJ is out. Their best corner, Marlon Humphrey, is out. Justice Hill wasn't playing. Stanley, Bateman. They have a ton of injuries. I'm not making excuses for them because it is the Colts at the end of the day. So you need to get it done. But they're just hampered and riddled with injury. So it makes it difficult to win, to go out there and put your best effort when you're missing 20 guys. So that is it for our highlights. Right about now, we have some choices to make. But since we have Charles here, we're going to do a new segment. And Charles, why don't you take it away for us? Okay, in dedication to this week being Cowboys versus Patriots, myself being a Patriots fan, and Boo, you stink! me being outnumbered on this podcast with two Cowboys fans, That's I thought right. it would be fun to do a bit of Would You Rather. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, why don't you ask us your first question then? I think my first question, I have a few joke ones in here. Uh, my first question, as people always like to say to you guys when you lose, uh, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> 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 yeah, how right now, Cowboys. Uh, yeah, right now. They suck donkey balls. It's not a good time to be a big D fan right now. Hey, yo, what the fuck? 
Dak being Dak and our run defense being our run defense. I think that's the only issue right there. Plus, Jerry's eyes are too wide apart. He needs to do something about that. <laughs> I don't know if you can get that fixed. I think he can when he have his money. All right. All right. Well, I got a question for you. Right. This is more of a serious question. Okay. Would you rather keep Mac Jones and have a top five wide receiver or a top five quarterback with okay receivers? I'd say keep Jones and get the receiver. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Because okay. I think even last year, like it's just the thing that we need is someone to get like either double teamed or to have the other guys open instead of it being spread out. So if you had like JJ or uh, Jamar Chase or something like that, you you, you think you could pull off a, a few wins? I think so yeah, definitely. So was, Ma- thought, Mac Jones can lead you to the promised land if you had a good wide receiver. Maybe not the promised land, but better than he has <laughs> been so far. Well, that's because your OC was garbage last year, and it your doesn't DC- look. I'm going to be honest. Besides yeah. the Eagles game, it hasn't looked better. <laughs> I, I would say it's, I'd say this season looks already more promising than last season. I know, but that Jets game was still so fucking ugly. <laughs> but you always play the Jets ugly. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> like it was less ugly than us only scoring like one touchdown from a return to <laughs> kickoff, but like you know, it's still ugly. Ugly is ugly, I guess. All right, w- what question do you got for us now? Uh, when you were talking about Dak being the problem, do you think you should try and start Trey Lance if Dak uh, struggles in this game or later on in the week? Should you just stick with Dak and see how it goes? Would I rather Trey Lance? I don't know. I I stick with Dak. If he starts doing Dak things and starts throwing interceptions, I wouldn't mind some Wildcat with uh, Trey Lance. Yeah, I agree. I agree. If Dak is being whack and throwing those interceptions and leading the league and giveaways and being just a flat out bum and yeah, then put Trey Lance in. But right now, I don't think Lance is ready. We do have Super Bowl aspirations. And I say that very, very, very lightheartedly. I stick with Dak. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so I got I've got a question for you. Since we're we were talking about wide receivers, this one's wide receiver specific for you. Okay. Would you rather have Jacoby Myers or Juju Smith Schuster. So far, I mean, it's early, small sample size. Yep. 16 receptions, 166 yards, and two touchdowns. He looked fabulous in week one. Yeah. Where Juju has 10 receptions, 66 yards, and zero touchdowns. Who are you going with? Myers. He knew the system, but he knows the system better, and he's not a fucking TikTok dancer. <laughs> you know that I don't like Juju being a Pat. No, I know. <laughs> so I've been messaging you like the entire time, even through yeah. the Hopkins thing. I did not want him to be a Pat. <laughs> yeah, I know. You did scream. You you did say you did throw up the WTF. I remember that. You were like, why can we get why can we get Hopkins? Yeah. And I, I like Juju. I don't. <laughs> Juju's not good for this team. He's good on KC or Pittsburgh, he needs to be like the second fiddle or like a middle ground guy. He, he's just not that good. He, he had that one great season, one great season with Antonio Brown there, and then Brown got all jealous and stuff. But that <laughs> that's where he needs to be, man. Like he, he's just not a Belichick guy. I was shocked Belichick gave him money. Yeah, yeah. also like Belichick doesn't really like big personalities and Juju is one of the biggest personalities. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but I think Belichick puts people in, in their place. He's like, you know who I am and you're going to do it my way. I think that's good. 
And that's also usually the reason why Belichick disciples don't work out because they try to do what Belichick does and be like, you know, I'm him. And it's like, you don't have the credentials. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I do have Jacoby Myers in my other league and he does fantastic for me. <laughs> so, all right, yeah, Charles. So happy to see him do so well on a different team. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Charles, give me, uh, give, give us another would you rather. Oh, we kind of talked about this before, but with Diggs now injured, Against us specifically, how well do you think we'll, you'll do in the passing game? I know your run defense is awful, so I'm not going to talk about that. But the passing game, with us not really having a number one receiver, how well do you think you guys will do? Well, I, I think you'll beat us with the running game because you have a stud running back. You have a few good running backs that you can just throw at your disposal. Not having digs, though, it prevents a lot uh, from happening from the secondary. Diggs is a ball hawk. Diggs also recovers, fumbles, and causes a lot of havoc. So I think we play a little more cautious. So I expect maybe Bourne or even Juju. I'm, I'm talking the guy's name right now. It's probably a curse <laughs> me saying his name. To, one of them is going to have, or Hunter Henry. We don't cover tight ends very well. Or Hunter Henry to have quite a game. So I think our secondary is average right now. With that we also dance. have Glosecki or however the hell he pronounce his name. Yeah, but he hasn't done anything. I know Belichick likes two, a two tight ends system yeah but he's been the forgotten man it's been all hunter henry it's been hunter henry and then last week it was uh brown so there you go it's just by committee i don't know this dallas defense is unpredictable right now i would rather have digs obviously but yeah. fuck man i think this is gonna be a long game even man, i guess that wasn't really what you're rather that's more of a what do you think <laughs> yeah what do you <laughs> yeah, think it's all good it's all good <laughs> you, you got a question goob yeah i do sure. have a question and this one's more of a joke question yay and <laughs> I'm, I'm saying this now. The players don't come with my question. Okay. It's just who would you rather? Okay. Would you rather have Giselle, Taylor Swift, or Jessica Simpson staring <laughs> in the stands for your team? <laughs> so you're not getting Brady, you're not getting Kelsey, you're not getting Tony Romo. But would you rather have Giselle, Taylor Swift, or Jessica Simpson? cheering for your team fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah if we're not uh, attaching players hey you know what it worked well even though they were facing the bears i'd say swift just because hey the chiefs did well <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so taylor swift is i mean i would probably take taylor swift too so i'm taking that rocket giselle all day and she can bring I call her gazelle i'm sorry i never yeah. knew how to pronounce her name i call her gazelle well i mean she's shaped like a gazelle but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah i'll take giselle and she can bring her hot sister down too with her <laughs> all right okay. charles you got uh one L- more last question us? yeah this is the last question oh last question okay this is more of a joke would you rather do you think pollard would make a better center than zeke <laughs> 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 Hell no, because Pollard's fucking tinier than Zeke. Pollard probably would have been injured in that game. Okay, but I do have like an actual question. It's not would you rather, but That's should the Cowboys bad. fire McCarthy? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He needs to go. He He's over his head. He's not a genius. He had Aaron Rodgers. That's, that's all I need to say. He had Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Okay, last question. Mine is serious and talked about him a little earlier. It's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady-esque. Would you rather have the undefeated season with you guys winning the Super Bowl and you would take away two championships so you'd only have four total, but you have the perfect season under your belt? Or would you leave it as it is and have the six titles? Leave it as it is, have the six titles. I like having that over you guys. (laughs) 
Oh, snap. Okay, not fair. <laughs> okay. I would take the perfect season because you would be the best team in fr- no one in franchise. This uh, Yinzer fan who kept on, you know, he was a bit of an annoying piece of shit. So, you know, having that being like, hey, we have six titles too, but they came more recently. It's like, you know. I understand what you're saying, the more relevancy, but no team has ever been perfect minus... Was minus the, bear, the Dolphins. The, the Dolphins. Yeah, too. it was the do- Exactly. The more outweighs the few. Like, I can shout the Dolphins, but I can't shut up teams who have like five or six Super Bowls. <laughs> Yeah, no, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, that was awesome, Charles. Uh, would you rather? It's, it's, you can take it to so many levels. I love the, the Zeke and Pollard one. By far the best question. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much. That was awesome. Well, let's move on to Gooby's favorite pastime in the toilet. Are you fucking kidding me? This is true. Boomer bust. Guys, you know how it works. You pick that one player who you think is going to be boom or a bust. And Gooby, why don't you start us off? Okay, I am starting us off with Joshua Palmer, wide receiver for the Chargers. Palmer is now looking to be the wide receiver two for the Chargers. Last week, he had four receptions for 66 yards and a touchdown. And with Mike Williams out for the season, look to see Palmer's numbers rise and become a must-grab for all fantasy owners. The Chargers play the Raiders this week, and Palmer should have a good chance of being around 15 to 20 fantasy points this Sunday. Look to see Palmer be a good wide receiver two, three, or flex. Boom! this week and for the foreseeable future. Melk, what do you think? Yeah, it's a no-brainer. I think he gets the nod. Uh, he he was great last season. He had 169.30 fantasy points, so you know he can produce when he needs to. He's going to be called upon. Mike Williams is out for the season. This is a pass-heavy offense, and he needs to deliver it, because if not, Charles's boomer bust might step in and take that number two role. Yep, so mine is also a Chargers wide receiver, and that's Quentin Johnson. Okay. I don't know about fantasy, but he did pretty well like this weekend. As you said, it's against the Raiders. This is the Chargers. This is a pass-heavy offense. I think with Mike Williams injured out for the rest of the season, I feel like Johnson might be the perfect player to take his place, being a deep ball receipt, uh, deep ball threat and can complement uh, Keenan Allen pretty well as well. I like it. I think it's going to be a competition between those two. Who can step up and be the number two dog? They drafted Quinton Johnson early, I think in the second round, I believe. For that reason, for Williams or Keenan, because they always get hurt. So for him to step in, so Herbert has some offense, it's a great call. I think right now, Palmer gets the nod just because based on experience. I think Johnson might be the odd man out for now. Mm -hmm. So I'm calling him a bust for now. But I would not be surprised in two weeks if he surpasses Palmer. Yeah, I I agree with Milk. Bust for now, but we'll see what happens. I love how you guys pick charger players (laughs) (laughs) i mean you're not wrong they're great waiver wire waiver wire pickups this week so i went with the hottest waiver wire pickup this week a man who i had and i dropped i'm gonna regret that i'm sure uh devon a chain he's definitely a boom gooby you, you touched on his numbers 203 rushing yards four tds total two receiving two running 30, uh, 30 receiving yards, a whopping 51.30 fantasy points last week. And this was really his debut because game week two, he really didn't do anything. He's coming off injury. But guys, this is the omega of fantasy waiver wire pickups this week. A chain made the most out of week three 
with a larger than expected workload that had a role in creating Miami Dolphins pounce on those shitty Broncos. The explosive rookie can do both. He can run, he can he can catch. He's little, but it doesn't stop him from making big plays. He's going to be a great weapon for Tua, and this just makes the Dolphins that much more dangerous. Even though there are running backs coming back from the Dolphins, like, uh, I don't know, I can't remember his name, but he went down a couple weeks ago, and Wilson is coming back as well. Doesn't matter. I think this guy has surpassed both of them in the depth charts. Raheem Mozart should look out, too, because his old ass is one injury away from having his job taken by a, a chain. So this is a fabulous boom pickup this week, especially against the Bills. This should be a great game. If he's available in your leagues grab him if you can he's a boom all right all right well what do you guys think i agree that he's a boom but i think also it's i guess it would be like this sophomore slump that qbs have in their second year would be the second game of you're in the spotlight now defenses will be preparing for you how well will he be now that defenses are aware of who he is (laughs) that's valid i don't think he's going out with 51 fantasy points again i don't think that's happening (laughs) yeah I don't see him being a boom. I mean, he's working under Waddle. He's working under Tyree Kill. Like if, if different Waddle position. Comes, he's a, he's a running back. Yeah, Is I know. Waddle back this week. Waddle, a, Waddle might be back this week as a running back. Like once Waddle comes back, it's gonna be back to the passing game. Like Miami wasn't known for their run game. I mean, yeah, it's great to have someone to look forward to, but Raheem Mozart. He's been great this season, man. He can't. He's been great. Exactly. And to his little fake pass to uh, a, that, yo, that's, that's, that, yeah, that, that was that, that shovel. Was nice. yeah. <laughs> I don't like Tua. I have no faith in Tua. I, 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 I don't like the I Dolphins, hit. but yeah, that was nice. But that was pretty sweet. That was probably the nicest pass of the season. But it looked, it looked better than Patrick Mahomes. No, no right? I, I yeah. think I messaged group chat. I was like, yo, Tua's shovel pass was uh, insane. Yeah, with Raheem Mozart, and, and when Waddle comes back and Tyree Kill, I think they go back to the passing offense. They beat up on the Denver Broncos. It's not that. <laughs> it's not that hard. It's quite literally kicking a dead horse. <laughs> yeah, like I could probably call up eleven of my buddies, and I could probably beat the Denver Broncos. A college team could beat them. Yeah, I think a high school team can beat them right now. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's 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 not that hard. It'll be it'll be different. I want to see them. They're playing a, a good team this week in the Bills, so I want to see how that goes. But uh, speaking of that, we got too many bets, Woo-hoo! and I am picking Miami over the Bills. I think Miami's going to probably beat them by at least 14. Nope. nope. You can say no all you want, but I'm I saying say no too, but that's for a different reason. Keep going. Keep, keep, <laughs> keep going. Keep going. I'm, I'm saying at least 14. I think Tua's going to actually show that he can actually play football and prove Melky wrong. I heard there's a double down and Charles... What is your Toonie bet this week? I take the Bills over the Fins. I'm okay. going against what you're thinking. Okay. <laughs> I see you. Like, well, why do you I, like I guess people are like, you know, they're already hyped on the Dolphins because they have the fastest offense. And they, yeah, they just put 70, they put 50 over like or 70 on the Denver Broncos. 
But this is the Bills. I know Josh Allen offensively has been inconsistent, but like I still think they can get it done over the Dolphins. Okay. I think so too. It's in Buffalo. Bills are looking really good. What they did to Washington, it was no joke. I called it. Washington is a pretender. Howell is garbage. And Buffalo just showed up. They're not to be forgotten about in the AFC East. The Dolphins have been great. Tua is definitely the MVP right now. There's nobody who's played better than Tua at quarterback and just the position itself. But can he stay healthy? Can he play well in a big, meaningful game? The other three were scrubs. This is a a big-time game in Buffalo, and we'll see what he's made of. Melky, last but not least. Okay, well, I'm I'm not touching those games because, or that game because it's not fun. I'm going to go with the (laughs) battle of the bum franchises. It's the shit bowl with the Bears versus the Broncos. And I have the Bears tearing apart the My Little Pony bitches. And here's why. Somebody has to win. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's not true. They could tie. They could could tie tie 0-0. This is true. They could tie. (laughs) This is very true, guys. I'm looking at this. This might be the worst matchup in the NFL this season. Who knows? (laughs) But this game has to happen. I'm looking at Fields and Wilson's numbers. Fields has 526 yards, three touchdowns, four INTs, 109 rushing yards, one rushing TD, and a fumble one fumble force fumble sorry wilson 791 yards six touchdowns two ints 37 rushing yards zero rushing tds and one force fumble as well something's got to give i like the chicago home home field advantage i know the broncos are at minus three and a half that's fair on paper are a better team but god damn i can't trust them after miami putting up a, a 70 piece on them Yeah, no, you're trash. They need to blow that thing all the way up. I like the Bears by three. I like Fields to actually start using his legs because I think if he can rush the ball and Herbert and Johnson can rush the ball, they can put some damage onto this team. So I'm taking the Bears by three on too many bets. Go Bears. The Bears. I I don't think they're winning, but... (laughs) You don't think the Bears are going to win? I know. I think just like I know Denver was horrible and they've been horrible. As one of the players said, he's been here for seven years and they've just been losing. Again, it would be on paper, but like they have historically the better coach. They have the better quarterback. Justin Fields is blinder than a bat. (laughs) (laughs) They haven't been using the weapons they have. Chase Blackpool's dog shit. Damn! No, they're garbage. Like the Bears have been... I would say one of the most disappointing teams uh, this season. I didn't expect them to to do a whole lot, but I, no. I expected them to ascend a little bit. You get DJ Moore, you, you have Claypool in his second season. Mooney's yeah, not a bad yeah. wide receiver. They added some defensive pieces. Uh, they draft. They had some high draft capital. Why do you suck so much? You let Baker Mayfield beat you. It's the Bears. Fair Bears. enough. The Bears. Okay, well, I mentioned the Bucks. So just like the Bucks undefeated season, this episode is over. Thank you so much for joining us for week four. Gooby, my ride or die. Thank you so much for taking riding shotgun with me as always. Anything you'd like to say before we sign off? Yeah, I'm going to lose this week. So I'm just putting that out there now. I'll probably win my other league, though. So that's all I really care about right now. <laughs> But yeah, no, uh, it'll be a good week. Uh, who knows? Maybe I'll get an upset. Probably not. But uh, yeah, good luck to you and uh, fuck you. 
You'll get an upset when pigs fly. All right. Big shout out to Charles, man, bro. The lone Pats fan you'll ever know because there's none of them out there. It's fucking wild that you're a Pats fan. But thank you <laughs> so much for sitting on the bench with us, discussing some plays. The wrong plays, but still some plays nonetheless. Is there anything you want to add? Tell them a little bit about yourself. Where can they find you? And just again, tell us why. Why are you a Patriots fan? I, I just got to know. Uh, spite. No, <laughs> I don't know. I started to just enjoy people hating me. And then when everyone left to be a Tampa fan, I was happy that I stayed because as I said, I was more of a defensive guy. So, <laughs> and what I have to say, I don't really have that many socials. I just have like a private Instagram account. So if you try to follow me, I'll probably fucking block you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, the one thing I'll say is that if I, if the Pats win, Mel, you're never hearing the end of it. Oh, 100%. <laughs> do, you, do you want to make a wager? Do you want to have a, like a small time wager out of this? Uh, sure, why like, not? <laughs> like bragging rights or whatever. Like, I think I still have a Patriot shirt somewhere. I'll, I'll, I'm sure you I'll, have a Brady shirt. Uh, oh, I, oh, I do have a, I have two Brady. Okay, I do have a Pat's Brady jersey. So I'll tell you what. If I, don't you have a, win, I don't have a Cowboys jersey. You don't have I, there would be no way I can smuggle that thing in my house. <laughs> well, you, know, you know what? Draw a star and put it on something and just <laughs> snap it on your story and we'll know. Just say in your caption, we them boys, okay? okay. How's that? Do if that. Not, I, you're getting a long and very loud, how about them cowboys? <laughs> of course, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. And I'll have the I'll have the Brady jersey, the Pats Brady jersey, and I'll say, I don't know, something about Belichick. We'll, we'll figure it out. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Gentlemen's wager. I like it. I just want to thank the network. Any 30, as always, El Jefe, you're the man. Thanks for letting us do this. Fantasy football, because you're so great and you make football that much greater. And just good luck to everyone in week four. Everyone but Gooby, you can just go to hell. Rude. You're going to lose. <laughs> it's my time, buddy. And Cowboys are going to win. I disagree with you belichick can kiss the bottom of my fat ass because it's going to big d <laughs> and that's the way it's got to be this is melky that's gooby thank you charles again for joining us thank you for having me. no problem and we'll see you next week deuces oh the denver broncos i think owning the denver broncos is pretty good yeah yeah well, explain to me why it isn't. <sighs> you just don't understand football, Marge.